Genre. Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we return from the dead to analyze Spider-Man 2, one yelling at supervillains minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Molly Balin from Cabin Minute Cast. Welcome to the show, Molly. Thanks for coming. Yay! Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you. We've got you on for today, and today is Minute 106, which begins with Dr. Octopus placing the tritium grapefruit into his machine and <laughs> ends with him <laughs> telling spidey well that's a risk we're willing to take um i mean what yeah. what 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 aren't what risks aren't you willing to take for the sake of fresh produce um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all that vitamin c don't eat it don't eat it with uh with your medicines though it's not it's not good oh no mm. that's not fun <laughs> so so the first thing that i want to talk about because I, I forgot to bring this up with uh with john and niall our last guests um last week uh mm. i i so they're they're having this conversation about whether or not spider-man's dead yes mm-hmm. and we saw harry and he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna look you in the eye and then i'm gonna stab you with my shakespearean dagger that i have mm-hmm. and Slaying around I just like, okay, in the scenario in which in the scenario in which Spider-Man is not Peter Parker, it's just some random guy he doesn't know. And he then murders him with the dagger. What happens next? Does he like, how does he get rid of the body? Does he chop it into little pieces? Like what, mm. what is next in the life of Harry Osborn mm. after oh. he murders the man that did not kill his father, but he thinks did. I'm not sure, but I bet Houseman's involved. I, yeah. I don't trust mm-hmm. him one bit. Oh. Uh, sneaky Alfred looking dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, maybe this is, like reductive of me but i kind of just assume that like super rich people like know people to call to get rid of bodies like (laughs) (laughs) Like, i don't know they're evil right like hey jack jack it's harry uh it's thursday again um (laughs) (laughs) need to make this problem go away uh yeah i just i don't know i don't trust him i feel like they've all got some sort of ugly network uh yeah connected (laughs) see that's my presumption as well like don't you like get like a tennis club membership a country club membership a cleaner you know that's just kind of like what you get in the welcome basket to the millionaires club you just get all that stuff you know you get like hooked up up harvey or is it harvey keitel who is it that showed yeah yes right yeah 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 (laughs) trying to make sure i wasn't mixing my tarantino movies but yeah (laughs) harvey (laughs) keitel shows up uh 
Yeah. Like, you got a problem. Yeah. Uh, I, mm, I feel like there's no, like, reasonable person contingency plan, but I bet Harry would be fine on account of money, you know? Like, right. He's insulated from consequences. Uh, even murder, probably. I don't know. It just makes me sad the longer I think about it. But not insulated from basic bourbon like Maker's Mark. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Which is all he drinks. Very um, basic taste. So it's, uh, oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. Um, so, okay. So moving on from there, uh, we... <laughs> We're in the actual scene we're talking about now, and mm. um, we've got, uh, you know, Ock uh, setting up his experiment yeah, yeah. and everything. And uh, I, I just I love I love Mary Jane getting his attention because it is legitimately of the of the main characters in this series. Mm-hmm. It is the most New York any of them have ever sounded. ever. <laughs> 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 it's true. That's what my note says. It says MJ, New Yorker. It's uh, <laughs> like the most the most anybody's felt like a New Yorker since her uh Yes, Enrique, I get you bit oh, yeah. outside of the Moondance Cafe. Like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, iconic. she's the most New York. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> oh man. I love Mary Jane. She's the best. Oh, um, she really is. <laughs> she's so great. <laughs> Uh, and I love that I'm she like to you. She, she yeah, she I'm talking to you. Like she literally <laughs> she she literally does like a cat call whistle at him. <laughs> I love it so much. Oh, it's the uh, best. I bet Enrique taught her how to do that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, man. You got what you want to let me go. I just yeah. I there's this like fiery awesome spirit in there which I which I like. Um and I, I don't know why they choose to, like, focus on uh, when they when they go from Auk, like, putting the doohickey in the thingamajig. Mm-hmm. And they sort of rack focus to her wrists in the, um, you know, tied up or whatever. I don't know why they focus so much on the wedding ring. Because no, it, yeah. it continues to, like, muddle my <laughs> general okayness with what's happening between her and Peter at mm. this point in yeah. the film. I just don't know why we keep bringing we, that We have all season. We have been on MJ's side with every single thing that she's done in this movie. We're just like, this is the MJ show. This is the best. <laughs> she's the best. And like everything yeah. she's doing is exactly 100% correct until she agrees to meet Peter and is like, kiss me when she's engaged to another guy. Um, it's like the only time in the whole movie where I'm just like, hmm. Just, like, it feels like they were ramping up to her like, oh, I get it. I don't belong with this guy. I break up with him. I go meet with Peter at the cafe and then they have the whatever. But she right. doesn't break up with him. So then we kind of are in this interim period until the end. I yeah. don't know. It's weird. Yeah. No, I'm with yeah. you. I get it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I understand. She just she doesn't want to make a mistake. You mm-hmm. know, like she's like, mm. she's like 85% there and she's like, look, it's just a kiss. Yeah. You know, I just, I kind of, I have an intuition on something. You know, I know it's a little shifty. I'm in a public place. So that kind of covers me in the ethics. You know, I didn't shoot your apartment, you know. True. So, yeah, I mean, I and I 100% agree. Girlfriend has good boundaries. You know, (laughs) she's been expressive. I really 
you know, I have a newfound, I, I reviewed the movie again, really newfound level of respect for Kirsten Dunst and MJ at the same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally get it. And it is shifty. It's a little shifty. Yeah. But I also know it's like, it's a big thing, you know, it's yeah. getting married. Yeah. So it's like, you know, cover it. So. And I, and I, I and I like your note about it being in a public place. Cause that's not something that I think about mm. because sometimes when you're watching a movie, you forget that this is supposed to be a real place where they are and not. Right. <laughs> not a fake pretend place um, <laughs> with not real people. Uh, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a public place. So she can only take that so far. And I guess as far as we know, she could have kissed him and, and they both could have been like, oh yeah, this is happening. And she's like, okay, so now I got to go break him up, break up with him now. Now, right. you know, this, she's hedging her bets a little. Yeah. Like, we've taken this as far as we can in the situation that I'm in right now. So I need to go end that situation so we can be in our situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's fair. It's certainly a little shifty, but uh, it's fair. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Especially no. if we, if we, uh, like add it to her like longer list of just absolutely top notch like decisions earlier in the film, yes. like shutting down Peter's bullshit and whatnot. Or right. mm-hmm. his, uh, bull crap. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Spider Man uh, throat sound. Uh, I, I just I I really this like this whole project reviewing the film for the podcast has been a lot of fun in examining her character and how I I think she doesn't get proper due. Mm-hmm. She's just great. Yeah. Um, and speaking of speaking not getting of not proper <laughs> due, uh, as we've <sighs> talked about, she has been just just a, a beacon in this movie. Uh, and then immediately, and just really at every turn, they're just like, oh, you think we're going to take her agency away? We're not. She still has her agency. And she mm-hmm. just has it through the whole movie. And now it's gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now. she's... She's a damsel in distress to a thing. And not only a damsel in distress, but also wet for some reason. <gasps> oh my God. Thank you so much. Cause I like, I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, okay, you were dry when you left the cafe. It wasn't <laughs> raining. Even yeah. IMDB was saying, Hey, actually the outdoor shots, not any rain. They really didn't yeah. run into that. So how did girlfriend get muddy and wet? From point A to point B. Did, did he Here just, is. did he like drag her through the water as they were like walking over to this thing? <laughs> <laughs> like I just, like just for fun? Like what, why did he, or, or, you know, did it rain like at some point while, uh, while Peter was unconscious and she was stuck in here? <laughs> And she, you know, with all the holes in the roof and she just got rained on. She's like, well, this is just great. Yeah. I mean, we do know there are some hours missing in between the end of the train sequence and uh, Doc Ock showing up at Harry's place because it goes from daylight to nighttime. So maybe whenever he was going on his, you know, barbed wire chopping spree or making the knockout gas or whatever, maybe in there there was some sort of (laughs) incident with rain. I don't, it just... It's it stands out in the worst way, and I yeah. and just every time I'm like, oh god! I don't it. think uh. I don't think I've ever like it. It has always bothered me like that they didn't learn any lessons from the upside down kiss scene where it was just like mm. I mean, for the love of God, like put a bra on or something. Like <laughs> come on, <laughs> please. Like I get it. It's raining. It's romantic. I understand. That the, the rain makes the upside down kiss very romantic and, and yeah, I extra. gave him the benefit of the doubt on that one because of like, well, maybe this is like what the designers wanted for her outfit and it is cool. Things look cool in the rain and like, oh no, but this is there's no reason. No, it's just no. 
Ah. No, you can give him the benefit of the doubt once, but fool me once. <laughs> Come on. Yep. This is yep. this is ridiculous. You guys. Like yeah. I, I yeah. understand that Kirsten Dunst is an attractive woman, but please, can we can we this. show a little self-restraint? Come on, people. <laughs> my God. Like my whole my whole thing here with the you know, overt damseling and then the let's throw water on her or whatever is I'm she's not wet and in chains, Zach. She's wet and in chains. It's bad. <laughs> it's like and, I'm and, not Yeah. <laughs> I'm not complaining that like her character's inconsistent here or things aren't like making sense within the circumstances they built. I'm saying the circumstances themselves don't have to be created this way. Movies right. movies aren't just like documentaries from another dimension. Literally everything that <laughs> happens in them is a choice made by a person. And turning gonna, your only female I'm main character that on a shirt. Movies are <laughs> <laughs> documentaries from another dimension. I just, I, uh, I've run it like because sometimes when I criticize a thing like this, people are like, "Well, I mean, come on, like it makes sense in context." I'm like, "Yeah, but the context is part of it. Like yeah. turning your only female ca- main character into a damsel again and again is a choice, mm-hmm. and it's not a great one. And the movie itself kind of points out how it's weird that." Ox still has MJ. Like Harry and Peter were just like, well, why does he have MJ? That doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. And now uh, here, she's like, why do you still have me? This doesn't make any sense. And he's like, well, if I let you go, you'll bring the cops. Not that they could stop me. So let me go. <laughs> like, yeah. What? And I just have to say, Rosie would be so upset. Oh, I'm just God, like, yes. I just want to like shame him. And I know that that's a complete trope in movies of <laughs> the dead loved one would be so upset with you right now. But I really think like his like liberal intellectual wife of whatever, 20, 25 years yeah. would be wicked pissed that you've like hung up this 20 some year old girl in your evil peer lair. Like it's yeah. not okay. And, and, and you won't she, like, even dry her off. Like <laughs> 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 offer her a towel, something. <laughs> Good God. Otto, come on. Witness the optics here. Come on. It's just, it's very frustrating. Uh, it is. <laughs> we know he's got an, we know he has an ascot. I mean, he could at least offer her that. Something. Yeah. <laughs> or his other weird cloak thing that he wore before he got his cool, uh, totally. you know, uh, jazz singer coat yeah. that he's got. Or his trench know? coat. My God. He doesn't need it. Yeah. No. You're no, perfectly like. You're perfectly comfortable walking around shirtless earlier, so just give her your trench coat. <laughs> Be a gentleman. It's true. It's tr- true. <laughs> I do like, okay, so Alfred Molina has been, you know, just a hero on and on throughout this film in, like, spinning gold out of these lines and making things land. But I like that when he comes to this so admittedly, like, self-contradictory statement about, you'll go to the cops, but nobody could stop me, especially not Spider-Man, he's dead, that he, his decision with it is, I will just sprint through it as if it's one thought on one note, because I gotta get done with it, because it makes no sense. <laughs> he does not, you know, do but, it like Aunt May does yeah, with the words. Cause he's, yeah, well, cause, and he's also, you know, part of him is just like, I know Alvin's trying, I know he is, <laughs> he's just typing away in that trailer. <laughs> just typing away every day doing the best he can with this disaster of a script um you know but uh he's he's doing a bang-up job and this is the best he can and sometimes we just gotta we just gotta <laughs> grin and bear it <laughs> i gotta make it all the way to the part where i say spider-man is dead and then we can play a scene yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't believe it uh which is a nice moment i guess that, like 
I don't know. I, he's not dead. That's what she says, right? He's yeah. not dead. I don't believe yep. you. Yeah. She's yeah. like, you better yeah. believe it. <laughs> I, I always want him to just be like, you better believe it, sister. Like, he just, the way he says it is just so, so nonchalant. Like, punctuated um, with the, like, sh- uh, shink, like, blade sound of the, uh, um, the tentacle. Yeah. What is that? Mo? Flo? I think it's Mo on the left. Whatever. Um, just like, <laughs> <laughs> there's, oh my God. After she whistles and he turns to look at her. Mm-hmm. The the shot sort of rack focuses to her over there, and she just in, in the way that like a like a cute dog that's just like wet and like shivering is like cute. Aww. Like she just <laughs> she just is just so cute and how pathetic she looks <laughs> over there. Like just this little drowned rat in the distance. <laughs> but okay. like what? But the thing that makes it so adorable is just like how. Like, just how confident she is. Like, I'm going to kick yeah. your ass if you don't turn and look at me. Yeah. She's like, come uh, on, idiot. Yeah. I, oh, God. It's just the I best. Like, She's so cool. I love her. He, like, he he takes his goggles off to hear her better. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. It's out of respect. Yeah. 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 Let me uh, go. Also, it's never been more obvious that uh, Kirsten Dunst is just holding those chains on her hands. Um, <laughs> like... She could get out of those at any time. I'm, I'm, t- I'm actually not entirely convinced that she couldn't get out of all of those chains if she just, you know, yeah, tried I, I hard think enough. The ones, her wrists are like a rope and not a chain, so they're kind of like, I can kind of buy that those are bound up, but like the ankle ones, the one that's draped over her for no reason is like the, the worst offender here. It's just yeah. like a bandolier, like a like Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> He's got yeah. like a big belt. I don't know. It, what does that do? It doesn't do anything. It's just draped on her. Dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, you're done with your little science project. <laughs> She's the best. Believe it. She's um, the best. Also, I love it because like the way that she says that was such, such like she's just so <laughs> snide about it that it's it it feels a little bit like she's kind of getting her uh, Peter Parker aggression out of that line. Where, mm, you know, yeah, you yeah. stupid nerd. <laughs> like <laughs> your science project. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I get a kick out of when he does go to like click into the thing and start the experiment. Um, I we've got the like puppet there, the puppet arm with him, and he's looking up at the thing. But I like that they did a a practical light from off screen to represent the uh, fusion reactor starting up. Mm-hmm. And there's this warm glow mm. that gets thrown on him, and when it's thrown on like the practical puppet, I lo- it just looks so good in yeah. the in the light and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just I I buy the reality of it a hundred percent at that moment. Oh yeah. Um, also, I think, I think I have my favorite shot in the whole movie. Oh God, yeah, the um, big wide one. Yeah, the him. big wide yeah. shot, and it's oh, yeah. and the the glow is growing, and as it grows, we reveal that Spider Man's on the roof. Oh God, yeah. or on the ceiling, yeah. I guess. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good, and the way that he sort of crawls off to the side, <laughs> it just. <laughs> It's like some it's kind of something out of a horror movie in a way. Like if yeah. you if you didn't love Spider-Man and know that he's a hero, uh like it's a creepy move to be honest. It would be unnerving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Reminiscent of like when he's uh in the warehouse with Uncle Ben's killer in the first one and yeah. they kind of shoot him like he's a monster because mm. the guy can't see where he's coming. Yeah. It's, 
Oh, it's really this cool. uh, this sequence actually is a little bit of a combination of of that and the the hulking ruin sequence from uh, the first. Oh movie. yeah, you, yeah. You so sort of combine kind of a... those two things and you get this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that he's very creature like mm-hmm. in comparison to a lot of other superheroes that are mm-hmm. you know when I because he can I don't know I think there is and, and I'm sure you guys have an opinion on this because I think mm. there's an argument to be made that he's kind of like an like an X-Men type character mm-hmm. and yeah. that he's like a young guy who gets powers mm-hmm. and it's and he's mutated but it isn't the same it's not like with the X-Men where there's like a a, a fusion of identity like I am a mutant Mm-hmm. You know, he he really I mean, he struggles with that a lot in this movie. I mean, he just gets kicked in the balls for 60 <laughs> minutes, you yeah. know, by life, basically. Yeah. But I, I love and, and especially this shot that we're talking about. He's very creature like to me. Mm-hmm. He's more yes. like, you know, beast to me. He's not like Batman where it's like a man. Right. And that's mm-hmm. what I really I've always really liked about Spider-Man that he was um, appears like a creature. Yeah. Like a you know, like All a beast. elbows and knees up on the wall and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. like if, if if we weren't culturally like inoculated at the idea of like Spider Man, the hero, the idea of like I mean, people don't like spiders and mm-hmm. you know, he's got these weird eyes on his mask and he's like crawling on walls. Like that's imagery we use in like, you know, demonic possession films and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It's, if it's I'm not mistaken, uh it was uh the the concept of Spider Man was kind of a hard sell for sure uh for uh stan lee when he when he first thought of it and he was trying mm-hmm. to find an artist to work with him on it it was yeah. it was a hard sell because that sounds like a villain sure in yeah theory. yeah it totally it, does yeah it pays off in the fact that there and we we mentioned this first season that um there's kind of no other superhero that's like him other than direct derivations from him that the, the it's such a weird odd combination of superpowers that there was really no equivalent there's no you know thor to the wonder woman or captain marvel to the superman there is no tony stark to the bruce wayne it's just spider-man right mm-hmm. um, because that's it's it's unique and i think that's one of the reasons he became so popular that a the costume is is cool the full mask and everything and mm-hmm. you could draw him in interesting ways because he had this weird superpower he mm-hmm. was always on stuff um, people, people eat it up. He's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And your, uh, your, your sort of that feeling in your gut, Molly, about it, about him being sort of similar to the, to the X-Men is, um, is, is on point because I mean, he's always had sort of a connection to the X-Men, uh, mm. in, in the comics. And one of the mm. reasons is because it really has always felt like when you look at Marvel comics, you have Spider-Man. Then you have X-Men and then you have the rest of Marvel comics that are <laughs> that are all sort of doing their stuff. But like the X-Men have always felt like their own, you know, kind of separate universe because um, they, they very rarely mix in with everyone else. And Spider-Man mm-hmm. is typically the same. Uh, mm-hmm. And but they do cross paths amongst themselves quite often to the point where um, a few years ago there was a, an ongoing comic called Spider-Man and the X-Men. And it was it was Spider-Man uh, taking over te- a, a, a teaching teacher role, like a professor role at the Xavier um, oh, school. Wow. Uh, yeah, because of uh, I think I, I want to say it's because Wolverine died. I think mm, um, Wolverine yeah. died and he took over his classes, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, sure. And so there was a, I mean, it was a good like two years, I think, 
that that book was mm-hmm. going on where he was just you know teaching a bunch of uh, a bunch of mutant kids how to be mutants even though he's not technically one but kind of mm-hmm. is one yeah so yeah so yeah your feeling is right on point nice oh well that kind of makes me i don't know why i have like warm feelings about that i'm like oh he's taking care of the youth that's wonderful (laughs) good on you peter parker (laughs) nice Uh, (laughs) so what is going on here when dr octopus is i is he like it's as if he has like spider sense himself he has like octopus Um, I'm not quite sure because it, it, it appears to me that all of his arms are working on the fusion experiment. So they're occupied. Yeah. So it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like any of them saw Spider-Man. So what is he looking at that he could see him? Because I don't think you got to hear him. Mm-mm. No, I don't know. It's weird. It's yeah. like accents. Maybe there's a, a type of thing where like the sensors on the arms that can do all of these things with the fusion, whatever, can also detect things, even if they're not like looking with the cameras, like, oh, there's a mm-hmm. new heat signature in here or something. I don't know. And then you know, wibbly wobbly, timey, whatever. <laughs> that little yeah. smirk that he gives, though, uh, that is Ugh. the most like Dr. Octopus from the comics he ever is in mm. this entire movie. Totally. With, nice. And he's got the goggles and everything. Yeah. It's, uh, and his hair is kind of like put down on his face a bit yeah. more, so it looks more like the bowl cut and less like the yeah yeah mm, yeah. yeah. That's Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah I kind of have to wonder if those arms do have some extra, even though they're occupied and in, in doing what they're really built to do, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, like think back to the hospital scene, because even yeah. though you know Otto's out and the arms are really operating independent from him in in kind of protecting themselves. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if there is some, you know, brain functionality there that even though they are occupied, there's still some sort of subroutine going right. to or detect. Even if they have like a, a better hearing than he does or something, mm. you know? Right. Like they, I don't know. They're, they're, they're spruced up sensory thingamajigs. So yes. maybe there's something in there that we're not buying. Um, right. And I mean, they are fused into his neurology at this point. Yeah. Completely. So like a, like a big tuning fork, not a tuning fork. What do you call it? Um, like when people put a, a thing on their Wi-Fi router to make the signal go further, like mm. a, oh, yeah. a amplifier type of thing. Yeah, totally. So yeah. He's got a little bit of like an enhanced sense thing going on anyway. Because he's got this. Hmm, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. And ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get, a, we get a real nice shot of uh, MJ's ring here. Um, yeah, as, uh, as as Spider-Man is above her. That is um that is definitely a family heirloom, right? Like that's not mm-hmm. that's not like just some random ring you buy from a jewelry store. That no. That's nope. Yeah. Yeah. Something fancy there. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. That's Indeed. Granny's ring. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Granny Jameson, like Granny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I like the timing of the shot when Peter appears here. So that's like, I, this just seems like a tough thing for to pull off. Like when I'm thinking of the shoot day, like, okay, so we have this like sort of Dutch angle in here so that he can <laughs> pop in from the side. So we've got to have, move your head in, say the line. She's got to hear it and then react. And it, it all has to happen within like a half a second, but they all have to be distinct mm-hmm. moments. He doesn't mm-hmm. like say it as he comes in. He like moves in. So we register the new element, he says it, and then we can see her reaction. But they just kind of like flip right through it. It's very, um, 
I don't know, precise. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then she has to like quell her enthusiasm. I love it. Like <laughs> <laughs> quash this excitement. I can't yep. let him know. <laughs> Surprise. He can't hear my smile. <laughs> <laughs> can't give it away. <laughs> As if, as if he's, he looked over in that direction and saw that she wasn't smiling, he'd be like, oh, okay. And not that he would look over and see the man in the bright red suit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Mastered the art of being very, very still. Because oh, he's not really hiding behind anything. No, I he mean, just kind of pops up like, oh, I'm here. Hey. <laughs> like, hey, what up, girl? Like, there's not really enough, like, cover for him. Not at as all. I'm- what up, girl? <laughs> oh, man. I do I do love that that little smirk that MJ has when we come back to her on that close-up. That sort of, like, oh, curled yeah. up, like, half smile that she has. Mm-hmm. She looks back up at him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really That's good. good stuff. Yeah. yeah. They good. do have great chemistry, these two. I, I get a kick out of it. I mean... When, as much as I've been frustrating with Peter's half of uh, the relationship in this film up till now, uh, I do real get a real kick out of how smitten they seem to be when they are having those close moments there, like mm-hmm. that, even through the mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then Doc Ock throws a jagged metal dart at at Spider Man. Um, Which fun? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's like it looks like wrought iron or something. Um, yeah, or just like a steel eye beam. Yeah, or that hurt. Uh, that would hurt. That would hurt. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's an ouch. <laughs> um, so then we get uh, sort of a sort of a, a, a another. You know, I, I I've been talking about like sort of familial moments and things like that sometimes, um, occasionally, mm. and we get another one of those uh, with a line of dialogue here. Uh, where he says, where Spider-Man says, shut it down, Ock. You're going to kill more people this time, hurt more people this time. And <laughs> it is exactly the same level of goofy performance that makes my skin crawl just a little bit. Um, <laughs> as uh, in the first Spider-Man where he says, don't do it, Goblin. Oh, uh, God. It's that, yeah. it's that sort of um, Power Rangers thing. Of mm-hmm. yeah, uh, of yeah, just that really cheesy, not in a good way kind of thing. Mannered, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. gonna hurt. Yeah, I don't know. And the, and they're they're tough lines to sell. I mean, obviously, Melina however, does better on they his, are really but... easy lines to write, which is part of the problem. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's the George Lucas of it all, you yeah. know, like yeah. Just write the text, no subtext type of thing. Just like, yeah. here's the thing that's happening. Let me say it out loud type of thing. And it's, you look at that and you go, okay. Uh-uh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's not effective because he doesn't really care. I mean, if Ock cared about people, right. he probably would have tried to not kill a bunch of people on a train. Yep. You know? Right. So yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a, it's not a good sales pitch in this moment. Yeah, it's, it's about it's, as good of a sales pitch as "Don't do it, Goblin." Uh, 
Well, oh, now that you've said oh, that. Yeah, now that you said that, I mean, why did you say oh. that from the beginning? You mean I could I could have not been doing this the whole time? There's an option here I haven't considered? Oh. <laughs> Wait, you mean I could just shut this down and save a bunch of people? Well, why didn't you say so? Oh my God, I just, sometimes you need to hear it out loud from someone else. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm like, oh, it clarifies things. Interesting. This is why we have the writer's room. I get it. I get it. Sorry. I should have, I should have looped you in earlier on this one, Spider-Man. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't think about it. <sighs> oh, shut it down, some- of course. God. Idiot. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I was I was way off track. I just uh, I kept you know trying to turn it on. Uh, <laughs> sometimes, you know, there's some lessons you learn by trying to pick up a cat by its tail that you can learn no other way. I just mm. you know experiential. I had to sort of get my hands dirty and be like, you know what, this is wrong. I shouldn't. Okay, all right. Yeah, totally. I just have to live yeah, through there's... it. Yeah. <laughs> Something else here. Um, One thing I did want to say is that I like the um, the stunt that they do here. It's kind of weirdly elaborate. um, After the like thing hits, before he does the "Don't do it," that they have this whole big wire work stunt with the the stunt guy doing a backflip off of his perch there. And I'm just, Mm -hmm. I I don't. They didn't have to do it that way. They have the CGI Spider Man. I just like they went for it. Mm -hmm. It mostly works, and I like when he lands. He's just like ah, Spider Man there. Here he is. It's real. Look <laughs> <laughs> like at Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, st- I still get that feeling every once in a while. <laughs> it is cool, though, when they can do, I mean, understand out of necessity. And at the time, I remember seeing those beautiful skyscraper shots with him just slingshotting through. And it was really impressive. Like, I even mm-hmm. remember the trailers for this and me like, holy crap, that's amazing. But yeah. I still think for these more... I want to say intimate (laughs) shots uh, that you get that sense of gravity and the, the, you know, the meat body, you know, like, like you're saying, like, it's just, (laughs) there's nothing, there's nothing I love more than a Spider-Man meat body. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous meat body in this sequence. I mean, fabulous meat body. (laughs) So, (laughs) but it's, it's a really good use of a stunt dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, not to harp, but not to keep harping on this line, but I'm going to for a second. <laughs> okay. Um, so in the in the last movie, when we talked about that don't don't do it goblin line, one of the things that we talked about the reason that it really didn't work, like especially bad in the moment, was that we were mm. looking right at Spider Man and he was shouting it really loud, "Don't do it, goblin!" Because he's like on a bridge. And like, you know, (laughs) high up on a bridge, you know, he's yelling and his jaw is not moving at all because that suit didn't do that. Right. And one of the the one of the improvements that this suit had was that it has the movable jaw so that whoever is in there, whether it's Toby or one of the stunt doubles can move their jaw up and down to, you know, mimic talking like a real human being. Um, <laughs> like a real boy like a real boy <laughs> uh, and that's that's one of the improvements to this suit and yet we're looking at this line and he's saying these things the jaw's not moving that's why it doesn't work oh mm. no yeah it's happening that's again it. Mm. Uh, you're right 
The jaw's he's not mumbly moving. boy. He's saying so much and the jaw's not yeah. moving. And it makes me wonder if they added this in in post and this is just just like ADR that they added in post because yeah. this, to me, this just looks like reaction coverage. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Yeah. So like, well, do we have any other footage of Spidey Perch there for this this line? Yeah, we got some stuff. He's just wearing a mask, right? We can dub over it. Sure. And then yep. that's how we end up with this type of thing. Yep. Yeah, I buy it. Yeah. It's yep. frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that bad ADR, man, it's 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 rough. It's I mean, mm-hmm. the first time I ever noticed bad ADR was watching all those terrible Adam Sandler movies from the 90s. Um, <laughs> there's just so much ADR in those movies, my god. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, when it's really bad, it it will take you right out of the movie. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, this is definitely one of those moments because I mean, he's also his his vocals are generally. I mean, all of this is ADR, right? All everything that he's yeah. that he's saying in this sequence because they don't record any of that dialogue on the day. But mm-hmm. uh, not none of Spider Man's anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, there is a different quality to this where it's a little more muffled that line. Mm, It's just a little more muffled than the other stuff. I don't know. It's all just, it's all just adding up to a really terrible moment. Um, and it's, and it's driving me nuts. Uh, and I'm going to (laughs) obsess about it and add it to my crazy wall. Um, can I, can I point something out for my crazy wall that bothers me? Sure. Uh, In that same, moment there where he's posing and mumbling <laughs> on his right boot what is up with his right boot there's like a split at the top of the seam or is it a leaf or something stuck to the top of his boot it looks like the costume is just split there and shown something it's not supposed to underneath and it just doesn't look like a boot anymore it looks mm-hmm. like a i don't know i hate it i just, yeah. <laughs> I just it's it's supposed to be i mean i think it's supposed to be like just like a battle damage some damage thing. Some, mm-hmm. yeah um from the from the train sequence uh yeah and he'll get more damage later it just is the one time where it doesn't look like traditionally when they do these like slashes on him or whatever it's along one of the like directions that the fabric stretches so it sort of splits open a bit but here it's just his boot looks like a limp zipper is open <laughs> yeah on it. i don't <laughs> hate it i just yeah. hate it just yeah I don't know. He looks it's fine. Aw- the rest of him is fine. <laughs> it, it's awkward. You're right. I, and I remember looking at this before and being like, oh, that's a weird place for that. But, you know, <laughs> if, you know, as long as we're bringing up things that bother us, and yeah, I don't all, know if you guys means. <laughs> pointed this out, but when he snatches the suit from the wall at the bugle. Oh, mm, sure. Yeah. The boots weren't there. Right. Yeah. Yes. We ah. No, we we that? actually we talked about that. We made jokes about how uh, how Peter threw out the whole costume except the boots because they were really comfortable. So he just wore them <laughs> slippers all the time, <laughs> even when he wasn't Spider Man. <laughs> Kicking his feet up on a desk with the little booties on yeah. and none of the rest of the suit. Yeah, like, I, mean, I can't let go of you. Yeah, I'm not throwing <laughs> these out. These are so comfortable. This was the hardest part of the suit to make. My gosh. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. Coblin, man. No, that's serious. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I get that. It's ridiculous. Uh, one thing um, that I, I really like, though, um, it's easy to to not see because we're, we're so focused on Doc Ock in the moment. But when Doc Ock has turned around, he's throwing down his goggles and is uh, walking over toward, uh, toward Spider-Man. 
Um, if you're just looking at Spider-Man, the lighting on the costume there, it just it, everything just looks really nice on that Spider-Man Ooh, costume nice. in that shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the coloring on that is so good because it warms it up so it's super believable and it's yeah. almost like a subconscious lighting effect. Mm-hmm. But thanks for pointing that out because that's actually really masterfully done. Yeah. Bill Pope, man, he's no slouch. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> he's really good. He's really mm-hmm. good. Oh, man. Um, oh, yeah. And then the last thing that I want to mention, and this is something that we've talked about uh, we, we realized about halfway through the film, and uh, I think back when, uh, when Pete the Retailer was on from Star Wars Minute mm-hmm. uh, is when we first made this connection. We talked, we've, you know, and we're going to talk a lot about it next season, but we've talked a little bit about how uh, Sam Raimi is, uh, you know, he was hesitant to use Venom in Spider-Man 3 because he's like, I don't, I don't yeah. understand the character. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the whole mm-hmm. thing. And we... <laughs> We kind of realized that, like, I mean, you do get it because you're literally doing it with Doc Ock. Like, that's how you made Doc Ock better. Yeah, he's like, he's being controlled by these arms who are telling him to do these bad things, and mm-hmm. they're like, you know, sort mm-hmm. of splitting off his his uh, his personality and stuff, and poisoning can, his mind. Yeah, poisoning his yeah. mind. And and then and I and I was already pretty proud of like, yeah, no, the reason why Venom doesn't work in Spider-Man 3 is because he kind of used up all his venom here with Doc Ock. But mm-hmm. but even more so, I was already proud. And then here, he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're going to hurt even more people than before. And he's like, that's a chance we're willing to take. We. Yes. He says we. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's pluralizing yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. venom. That's good. Oh, that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I will forgive him the don't do it line now because that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that balances it out. That's pretty that's pretty great. <laughs> uh, so anyway. The royal anyway. we. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good options for titles this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. Molly, do you run a show? Do you do other things than this? Like I uh, do. Yeah. 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 So I have a podcast, Movies by Minute podcast called Cabin Minute Cast, which oh. is taking apart Cabin in the Woods one minute at a time, which Mr. Scott Corelli did an amazing paper about back in the day, which we have not seen, but I would like to see. <laughs> so he is, a, he is a true scholar of the movie as well. And so that was with uh, Heidi Bennett, who is also from Spinal Tap Minute, if you guys ever check that out. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she was a past that's guest awesome. of the show. She was on last season. Oh, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's all connected, you guys. It's all. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, Molly, uh, can you come back tomorrow? Yes. All right. Awesome. Beautiful. Fantastic. All right. So we will be back tomorrow with more of Molly. Uh, but if you're on Facebook, you should check out the Spider-Man Minute Friendly Neighborhood Listener Group. Uh, that's where we post all of our Spider-Man memes and and Spider-Man news. If you want to, you know, <laughs> talk about the trailers for Into the Spider-Verse or or Venom or or the Spider-Man uh, PlayStation Four game, we're we're talking about all of those things over there. And also, you know, whatever we talk about in each given minute, uh, there was a lot to talk about in this episode. So I'm sure it's going to be a busy day over there. So you're going to uh-huh. want to uh, join that group over there the spider-man minute friendly neighborhood listener group on facebook if you're over there and uh we'll be back tomorrow with minute 107 bye everybody